0: Welcome to a brand new episode
1: of In Other Words with Danielle and Zara. So this is a podcast where we talk about a wide array of different subjects from technology to addiction. So in other words, we talk about all the things. So today we're on our third part of our three-part series called Relationships, and we're focusing today on marriage. So we'd like to introduce you to Amanda and Richard Southey, who will be discussing their marriage with us. Because...
0: We don't know much about marriage.
1: Surprisingly we're not married.
0: What? Cool. So you guys can just tell us a little bit about yourself, how you started dating and then transitioning into marriage, all the fun stuff.
2: Okay. Hi, I'm Amanda. I am uh, Danielle's favorite auntie. (laughs) I am Richard's wife of 18 years. And his favorite wife. (laughs) And (laughs) his favorite wife.
3: So far, yeah.
2: Mother to three boys and yeah that's me. Nice.
3: Yeah well about our marriage and how we met. I met Amanda in 1998 through some friends in the church and um, initially we were just friends and as time went by we became more than friends and at some point we realized that we probably would like to marry each other and um, that's uh that's our story in short.
2: Nice. That's cool. a short summary. Yes.
0: So, how old were you when you started dating, and then eventually
2: got married? I was twenty. I was twenty-six when we got married, mm-hmm. so, so it must have been about twenty-four when we mm-hmm. started dating. But we met like a few years before then.
1: Okay. Okay. So you didn't um, know each other. So we
2: knew each other. Yeah. We were very, very good friends mm-hmm. before we like started officially dating, but. It was a very sort of natural transition That's there nice. was no um like okay this is the day we started dating it just it was just like a natural transition from mm. friendship into something more serious so i was 24 when we actually started dating richard was
3: No, yeah, i was 30 I'd, and he just moved here so it, i wasn't living here and um moved to Durham baptist church and met amanda through some friends there and we became part of the same life group and um hung out together quite a bit and then eventually just together and yeah after that started dating and unofficially as amanda says and then got engaged
1: so
0: where how do you feel like you knew okay like we should get married now this is the right person
2: how do you know I I don't know. <laughs> we you just knew We just knew like when we started dating. Uh, look, I must I must just say that I Richard took a long time.
1: <laughs> Shocking. Richard he took a long time
2: to decide that he actually liked me. <gasps> I liked Richard a long time before he liked me. So it took him a while. Yeah. And so by the time and then we were friends for like at least two years before. Mm. Before we started dating, and when we did, it was, I think, because we had taken it so naturally and so. It, uh, it, it was just that, that's Easy. what we knew we were gonna do. Yeah. Okay. It, it was never we never started dating with, uh, let's see how this goes. Maybe mm. we'll get married. It was that's why we started dating because we knew we were gonna get married. Yeah,
1: cool. That makes sense. Mm. So, what would you say so far has been the best part of marriage?
3: I think the fact that we get to do life together very yeah. important the fact that we've got um, I wouldn't say a lot in common but a lot of the things that we do are common so our kids our church our friends our family our lives are are really intertwined and which means that anything that you do really affects the other and involves the other yeah there's a so that, that is a big plus we do have separate uh, Interests. Things that we do as well, definitely separate interests, practically all of them, <laughs> except for coffee. <laughs> cycling. Except for coffee, cycling is not a common interest. <laughs> but, you know, we appreciate that about each other and we respect that about each other. Yeah. Mm. But the things that we do enjoy together, we really do. Um, you know, we we try to try to connect once a day over a cup of coffee when, when I finish work and get home. Mm. That's and cool. And that's the time when we download all of our... our news for the day and what's happening with the kids and what's happening with work so that's how we stay connected
0: okay and then now on that subject of you guys just saying like you have coffee every day that's really cool that you actually make that time
1: Mm.
0: I'm interested because I even just look at like living at home and I live with my mom and my brother but life gets so busy that sometimes I feel like we live past each other so do you ever feel like that's the case how do you Prevent that from happening, and also, I would just assume that like, when you marry to someone, you talk about the kids a lot, you talk about work a lot. But like, how do you make a distinction so that you're still a couple yeah. before everything else?
2: Um, we, it does sometimes feel like that that we're living past each other. In mm-hmm. fact, often, especially like oh, just bu- you know busyness of life and kids and and and. and. And so that's why we actually started the, the coffee thing. Yeah. So, I mean, it's obviously now been different during lockdown, but under normal circumstances, we would come home from the office at like five o'clock or whatever. And we would just take out like 15, 20 minutes just to touch base. The boys, we, we go shut the door in our bedroom. Nice. We sit there, we drink our coffee. The boys aren't allowed to come in. <laughs> so <laughs> that's back. where we talk, you know, and then we yeah. just, that is our like our connection point in the day. Mm. If we don't have it, we both miss it. And, and sometimes it does happen that we can't but mm. you, we definitely feel it you know yeah but aside from that uh, we also just try very hard to make time to uh, date at least like go out at least yeah. once a month if we can at least yeah. Yeah. go out for supper it's never nothing you know never anything fancy but just to do something just to get away from like the boys and the busy life and whatever
1: yeah and so when we
3: do go out we try not to talk about the things that we would talk about when we we're at home. Yeah so that makes sense. We don't talk about the children, we don't talk about work related things, we try and find different topics mm, you know. Yeah. I s- store up topics
1: which, which means
0: <laughs> we often have down. to save up those things to talk about. You talk about our podcast because you love oh, it so yeah, much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your
2: podcast in other words, yeah. in other words. We, we talk about
1: that. So would you say that you know most things about like each other's daily lives or not I, so much.
0: Yes and even like on that I sometimes think what if like one day I run out of things to say yeah cause I know the person so well like are you still learning things do you feel like you've you know each other pretty well?
2: I think we, we have a, a pretty good idea of what each other's day is I well like under normal circumstances for me I know Richard's at work <laughs> that's what he's doing. <laughs> I, don't always, although I, might maybe say, I don't always get a good idea of like how things affect him you know like if he's going through stress or whatever at work until we actually like sit down and talk about it mm. um, but I think we have a pretty good idea of what each other's days look like. Yeah, I think we
3: we share most things you know so Obviously, things that are work-related would be meaningless to Amanda if I <laughs> spoke about these things. But you do, and right? you know, I do from time to time, <laughs> and, and you know, and important in the scheme of our marriage, and and that. So, but things that affect me that stress me out at work, we talk about that. Mm, yeah. You know, so, um, and generally, when there are things that are issues, then we'll share those things. Mm. Um, keeping them inside is not uh, not ideal yeah
1: yeah so would you say that communication like that is maybe like one of the keys to a very successful relationship because
2: that's what Devon and Danielle spoke about a yeah. lot in the previous yeah. episode no definitely mm. communication is huge yeah because also if you're not um, communicating like if, if with us if um, it feels like we haven't connected for a while and we're just living past each other I start feeling unloved you know because I'm just not getting that like emotional input or whatever yeah Um, and it's always nice to just sit down and like even if it's just really arbitrary stuff you know it's not always We, I mean I must say there's often times when I I mean sometimes you do not run out of things to say but sometimes I think "Mm, okay so that's why I store up topics so if we go out because (laughs) we've got something to talk about because otherwise you just naturally like fall into talking about the kids or talking about all of those things
3: I I think it's not just about communicating in other words chatting it's also talking about issues yeah and I think that's where if you see a relationship fall apart that's often where the issue is people aren't talking about their problems they're not saying what's on their heart yeah and um, so the opposite of good communication is bad or no communication that's often where the where the issues come you know yeah that's
1: Mm -hmm. so
0: true And then also just like with regards to talking about issues, in terms of conflict, like what are the things you fight most about and how do you deal with conflict? Because I often find that, and this might not be the case for you guys, but one person is like a talker and wants to talk and solve the issue. The other one's like a give me time. And we spoke Mm. about that a little bit with Danielle and Devin, but over the long period, like how do you deal with conflict and stuff? (laughs) scream at each
2: other (laughs) no neither well no neither of us are screamers we do handle conflict differently though yeah Yeah. i
3: think ultimately what does solve the problem is when you talk about it you know so it's it's you know moping around or um, not dealing with it is fine for a while but at some point what solves the problem is actually talking about it you know because sometimes it is just miscommunication sometimes it's A misunderstanding about what has been said or done and that can cause a conflict so if you've spoken about it then you resolve a lot of those things and clear the air.
1: Mm.
2: We do do deal differently with conflict though because I'm the type of person that I just want to like get it out and get it over with and move on. Richard is more uh, he'll sort of like dwell on it a little bit until he's ready to think about it for a while. He'll think about it for a little Mm. while. Uh, you know eventually we we like come back together and we'll like talk about it or whatever yeah Um, but Mm -hmm. yeah and I mean whatever what we what our conflict is mostly about um, I think like you probably find in most marriages there's one or two like topics that usually set a couple off yeah I mean that's like sensitive or whatever to that marriage or that couple is it the dishes <laughs> well, which is a terrible dish, I know. No. <laughs> no, it's not so I mean like we have our little, you know, arguments, whatever even on again, but we also have we have like I would probably say two topics that we've that that we don't fight about often, but when it happens, it's not very pleasant. Mm-hmm. And I won't mention those two topics. That's okay, <laughs> you don't have but, to But I think most marriages would probably or most couples would identify mm-hmm. with that that there's one or two like sensitive topics that always trigger a big fight or a big argument Mm -hmm. and it's something you takes a little bit longer to work through takes a little bit longer to get over but I mean you always do you know yeah but
3: the bottom line is is pride that's that's always a big issue so if you are too proud to resolve it or to come and chat about it apologize accept an apology that Mm -hmm. sort of thing these are things that are probably worse than bad communication you know it's pride is a pride is a big pitfall in in relationships
2: and i think i've come to realize more and more that um you don't have to solve the problem immediately when Mm -hmm. emotions are high it's better to walk away for a little bit Mm -hmm. until you've both calmed down and had time to think a little bit and be ready to actually just talk about it in a calm and often when you've calmed down you realize that actually it's really not as bad (laughs) as what you thought it was yeah and it's much easier to to deal with
1: yeah I can definitely relate to that so when it comes to making big decisions such as when to have kids uh, where to live what church to go to etc how do you like know that it was like the right decision And also how do you come to make those decisions
2: uh, we've never I must we've never really had a an issue with making those types of decisions mm. um, I, I think because also we were so settled and comfortable in our relationship we were pretty much on the same page possibly even before we got married with all okay. of that stuff I
0: suppose that are those are conversations you probably yeah. want
2: to have. so I mean like with the church we were where we were and we were happy so we just stayed there mm. uh, when it came to having kids and when to have kids we already had a pretty good idea that we wanted to wait two years and then try for kids and you know we were pretty much on the same page with the number of kids we wanted. Um, Richard wanted two and I wanted four so we had three which I'm quite (laughs) glad about. I'm glad I never got the fourth one but um, yeah so we've never really had issues with with big decisions when it comes to uh, where we lived and stuff that was also just a natural thing when we first got married we loved Durbanville Mm. we rented a flat that we could afford it, it was not there was no major should we do this should we do that mm. except for buying houses like by when we first bought a house I mean that's always a big a big yeah, one for yeah. sure. but even that we were pretty much on the same page
3: yeah and I think you know w- when we when we moved we moved closer to the schools our kids schools mm. so I would never um, think of that. you know you <laughs>
0: <do> <laughs> just move to our want. <laughs>
3: you do the practical things you know so as long as it's practical to both of you makes sense it's not tricky but you often you know the things that are are more difficult you do lean on the experiences of other people or get advice and that sort of thing you know so Mm -hmm. um not too difficult yeah
2: i do also just think that um i mean there might be like times where we don't always agree with something, you mm-hmm. know, but I think that, I mean, I always, I mean, I always see Richard as the head of the home, you know, so in the decisions where we can't agree, then I'm happy to defer to yeah. him, you know, mm-hmm. because I have to trust him with the, with the decision making, Yeah. often. So most of the time there's no issue, but when there is an issue, then, you know, I'll tend to defer. Yeah. We do have
3: different strengths, I think. Mm-hmm. So, which is why we have flowers on, as pictures in our bedroom <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because Amanda's more of a decorator than what I am. So we, <laughs> <would have> thought. <laughs> I think we do recognize each other's um, strengths in terms of where they might know best. Yes. Um, so yeah, that, that does true. help as well. If, yeah. if, if there is no such thing there's always gonna be conflict and that doesn't help anybody either. So as time goes by you kind of settle into who has the better understanding of or that
0: specific issue uh, or topic, and yeah. you know
3: otherwise and, or you motivate to to have your decision heard
2: yeah well because the reality is you can't both win you can't both have what you want each person want you know have yeah. what they want all the time someone compromise it always has all. to be a compromise somewhere yeah you know and where you can't find a compromise then I suppose in your relationship you just have to figure out am I going to let this one go Mm-hmm. Or are we going to make it into a huge big issue that can end in, you know, divorce or whatever? Because that is yeah. often what happens, you mm-hmm.
1: know. Definitely.
3: But I think typically, if you uh, found each other, you it's it's usually through commonality as well. So yeah, we may not have um, connected as well if neither of us, if one of us didn't have want to have children, or mm. um, you know, if. One was a Christian and one wasn't, or yeah whatever the case is. They, they are. There are going to be certain um, points of commonality that you already have, which will make those very important questions, uh, uh, decisions, a lot easier to make.
0: Yeah, yeah, cool. And then with kids, how does children change your marriage? Because I'm assuming it changes your changes your whole life Mm -hmm. but how is marriage different now with children versus you said you waited two years Mm -hmm. yeah
2: well I think once you have kids you you don't have your own life anymore Mm -hmm. you know you just don't it's not when you have kids you I mean you know we always say we always say we're not gonna let the kids rule our lives the kids are but the reality of having kids is it just does so you have to be ready for it you know I'll never say to someone okay the next step is now I have kids you've got to be ready for it because it does it changes many many things it's Mm -hmm. more difficult to find time for each other Um, you know often like you're tired because you like lack of sleep or you you just have decisions that you have to make all day long and you know yeah so I mean you can end up being all like as a mother if I talk as a mother I might not always have energy to give Richard the time he needs because all my energy has been given during the day to the kids yeah. you know and actually all I want to do is go sit in a corner and rock but it does it just it does Yeah, you know, it changes a lot so you do have to make more efforts to yeah. find time for each other and to find those little pockets of time during the day and
0: closing so. your bedroom door and telling yeah. them, stay out there <laughs> oh.
3: but I think most Marriages your pre child years are so small compared to your married life, so we 've been married for eighteen years and we 've had children for sixteen you know so yeah. how to change our lives is I guess our lives just are our lives with children you know we mm. it's hard to remember our pre children yeah, lives so you know?
2: And i know we've got friends who were married for like ten years before they had kids and um I, I suppose you know when you don't have kids you can do whatever you want to you've got no one to consider mm. all your money is yours if you feel like getting in the car and driving you can go if you feel like getting in a plane and flying you can go so from that, that's always a big that's a big change you mm. know what I mean to now you've got to have all these these other little people that you're <laughs> responsible yeah. for and depending on you yeah um, yeah so
1: but is it so. worth it
2: well (laughs) (laughs) most days that is it is definitely that's good our
3: children are probably going to be listening to this at some point so
0: So you have to say yes. (laughs) it's not it's never easy
2: but it's always worth it yeah okay nice
0: and then so i I mean, like you said, don't have kids until you're ready, but I often feel like there's a pressure. Everyone wants to know like when's the next step to do something. So when you're dating, it's like when you're getting engaged, when you're engaged, when you're getting married, when you're married, when you're having kids, but now you've had your kids. So what, I'm not what is there to look forward to, that sounds so sad, yeah. but like what is that next step? What does f- the future look like?
2: The next step to look forward to is your children moving out. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a long way <laughs> to go. Yeah.
3: Retirement.
2: Yeah, retiring, having, you know, more time. I know as your kids get older anyway, you tend to have more time for mm, other things. Yeah. Um, I mean, Richard and I, we often, often, like, when we go away to Greaton, we talk about our 10-year plan of <laughs> buying a B&B in Greaton, and, and who knows if it'll ever happen. but. Yeah i mean we do dream we'd love to go travel one day we've never traveled yeah. together i think it's know?
0: important you actually you have those dreams it's not yeah. like yeah, i have do. kids yeah. and my yeah. life's
2: done yeah yeah we often talk about when when we retire or we're going to do this when the kids are older and we can leave them mm. you know so
3: but i think going back to what you said when you know that it's the right time to do this and move into the next step i think most people wait until their finances for instance are in the right position yeah. or yeah they've got the right job or they've got the promotion or whatever the case is. The reality is I think those things sometimes are delayed, you know, Mm -hmm. sometimes you just haven't had that increase. so You're not going to get married this year or get married next year. But in the meantime, you could actually just be having those struggles together, you know, so it's, um, obviously it's justified in some, some circumstance, but often you, you have these couples that are, um, engaged for years and years Mm. when they could have just been doing life together going through the struggles together you know so if your first place is a very small place or your first income is a very small income and you can't afford much that doesn't matter you're both going through it together you know and as Mm -hmm. I said there may very well be circumstances that prevent that but I think in most instances that we've seen it's you know if you're not right now next year might you might also not be right you might not be ready to have kids you might not be ready to whatever Mm. you name it yeah I
2: mean you can always find a reason to wait it's never gonna be the right time especially when it comes to finances you people often say no we can't afford to have kids no we can't afford to get married you can it's Mm. you're never gonna be able to afford it there's never gonna be a good time you actually just have to do it you know and like Richard says if it means you start off in a one-bedroom flat or you know, your kids, you do things differently, and you don't have to have the best of this and the best of that for yeah you know there there's always a way um and I mean obviously you have to be wise, yeah, <laughs> but there's no point in delaying things, waiting for now okay, now we've got enough money, now we yeah. can do it, now we can you know it's because it's just it's just you end up delaying and delaying and delaying, mm.
1: and life is so short as well it is
2: short, yeah yeah
0: cool cool and then i have like an interesting question um not when you're gonna get divorced (laughs) 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 but what are your opinions on like divorce and i don't know i i said in the first episode actually that i feel like divorce is like such an easy thing to do these days so i think it's a two-part question what do you think of divorce and also this is so cliche but what is your secret to like a long marriage
2: Cute. I know. You want to go? You can talk, please,
0: if you (laughs) want. I (laughs) know. I know. Someone's going to say (laughs) something.
3: Yeah, look, it's uh, the divorces that we've seen are often because of the pitfalls that we mentioned earlier bad communication, um, pride, um, that sort of thing. And I think. You know sometimes I think there, there, there are very few biblical bases for, for divorce but not mm. everybody um, that you talk to is a Bible believer so you can't use that with, in every mm. conversation. So if you had to use the generics I think that, um, that there are very few reasons if one really sits and analyzes the problems that very few issues that can't be resolved you know so mm-hmm and uh, as I said earlier often it's just because somebody's too proud they they mm-hmm. think they know better, they think that um, they can do better, um, that possibly moving on is is a better uh, um, thing to do going forward. Um, obviously divorce with children is, is a, a, a trickier conversation as well but I think that so many couples that that you see lately um, get married as though they were just going out to somebody so if Mm -hmm. it doesn't work out then that's fine because we can just get divorced at the end of that you know if it doesn't work out. Um, As I say, it does become a bit trickier when it's when they're children. So if you go into your marriage with the right attitude and um, you treat your spouse as a as a partner and, and part of your relationship then hopefully you shouldn't have any of these divorce issues coming down the line but mm-hmm. having said that uh, I think most even strong relationships you you have a, a point where you think well actually you know is it worth, is it, worth it?
2: Yeah I think I mean for us um, divorce has just never been an option mm-hmm. yeah you know and I think it was a decision I mean it's a decision you should make before you get yeah. married is the word divorce is just not going to enter our vocabulary yeah whatever we get hit Until with
0: death do us part yeah is that promise. is what we go,
2: we're going to deal with it and I think as Richard said earlier as well a lot of what we've seen it's um, pride it's selfishness it's and I think you know you often hear um, well I mean it's so prevalent now in society everything's like everyone is it's all about you and you must be happy and it's yeah you must do this and it's all you know all for you and go treat yourself go do this for yourself but and I mean you hear people saying marriage is 50-50 but marriage is not 50-50, mm. marriage is 100-100. Yeah. You know you've both got to give 100% all the time sure. and it's not about it's not about self anymore. Mm. It's the same thing when you have kids it's not about self. Yeah. You actually learn to become selfless, you have to in fact that's why I mean even having kids it just teaches you so much about selflessness and about patience and about mm. you know marriage as well considering the other person And I think also often what happens with married couples is they wait too long to sort out their issues. Often they think it'll just go blow over by itself or one spouse um, inevitably swallows the anger or the the hurt or the whatever in favor of the other spouse um, and then it all just blows up Mm. or you know I'm a big fan of um, I'm in in favor of counseling like if you yeah, if definitely. you see that there's things you can't work through if you're not communicating well yeah I mean counseling is not a bad thing it's a yeah. fantastic thing so when you see and it's rescued many many marriages so I would always say if you see that your marriage is not where you want it to be or it can use improvement work on it mm, yeah, yeah. marriage is it's work it is work yes you love each other and you know it's lovely to have your person whatever but it is hard Mm. it's hard sometimes and you do have to work at it you know and part of that is watching just being vigilant about where your marriage is communicating with each other often how are you feeling what do you think what needs improvement what's what can i do to make this better what you know constantly like evaluating where you are Mm. as a married couple and if you find that you're just not gelling or you can't figure it out or whatever then go get the help you need before it's too late
3: yeah. And I think the bottom line as well is is good maintenance you know just like you maintain a car so that it does, so you don't have to fix it when it's broken Yeah. Um, you also have to maintain a marriage you know so people mm. patch a thing or they ignore a thing or whatever the case is and then when it's too late they try and then fix so yeah. you know maintenance could look in any way you know it could be counseling it could just be a date it could be a, a tough conversation um, but rather have those than having to sort things out at the end you know, yeah. and, and really just do whatever it takes, I think.
2: And yeah. don't be afraid to take time out from your kids because mm. it's far more important for your kids to have a strong uh, marriage, strong parental marriage Yes, than I understand <laughs> Than parents who are constantly at each other's throats yeah. and uh-huh. divorced parents. So take the time out that you need your kids will be fine you know go away for a night go away for a weekend Um, I mean we we started going away well once because I mean it can be expensive but we now we try we go away once or twice a year alone it used to be once a year and I mean we we're fortunate because we've had babysitters close by Mm. and that is always an issue as well for people but to just try and do that just even if it is just once a year because it's you know you have financial difficulties or whatever just go do something where it's just you to get away from your kids go reconnect um you know make the effort to do that don't don't be afraid to your kids they'll be fine <laughs> yeah they yeah. don't need you you know 24 <laughs> 7 they'd rather have whole parents than broken parents yeah,
1: yeah. Mm. um so we've mentioned this briefly but i really like we didn't touch on it too much but um we've kind of established that you guys are christians obviously uh, christianity is a big part of your life um what Like, how big is your faith in your marriage?
2: I think if it wasn't for God, we probably would have been divorced a long time ago. (laughs) No, I'm serious. It's, um, I mean, obviously we love each other, but I mean, even I was going to say earlier when we were talking about divorce and stuff, I mean, there are days where you think, and I can say this because I checked with Richard that he felt the same way. (laughs) (laughs) but there are days when you think what on earth have I done do yeah. I really have to live with this person for the rest of my life I'm going to die So am <laughs> there, <laughs> there are those days you know and um and I think for me God is is everything my faith in God my belief in God knowing that I'm living to please him and not myself you know yeah and it's God that gets you through the difficult days and it's prayer, I mean prayer is huge Mm. you know in marriage I mean it's done especially through those like difficult patches and stuff prayer has changed it changes hearts you know it changes minds it changes everything I actually don't know how people do it without God I mean even parenting I sometimes I often say I don't know how parents do it with Mm -hmm. people Mm. do it without the Lord you know
3: yeah look and you find resolution as well to problems in the bible Mm -hmm. so a a, a conflict you might find a verse or just a diamond prayer or a wise counselor um, christian counselor that can um, guide you through these things so yeah so as amanda said i think that things may have been very different if it wasn't for our uh, christian faith
0: Mm -hmm. and then i also have a question obviously answers you are comfortable too But as you said, like, often couples will just give up. And we've spoken about that. But I've often heard the saying of like, I just fell out of love or the spark was gone. So like, how do you keep the spark alive, if you will? Um, And then also in the same, it's a bit different, but in the same line, um, and as Christians, I'm assuming you guys also waited for marriage so why would you recommend that for others and how do you keep that spark alive?
2: Well I think that um, you yeah, we did wait for marriage and um, I think it is just what has been said already that it just um, you sort of keep each other for that special person mm. so that you're not just one of many you know you um it is just like it is just something special and um and so we glad we did
3: i think the downside of that is the the complications that come with it you know um so of uh, sex before marriage yeah, yeah you know the i don't know baggage i guess is the yeah. best way you know um so that on its own is is very very good justification besides for the fact that we believe that the Bible directs us in that in that way too you know
2: yeah yeah and as far as keeping the spark alive I mean it's never when you're married for a long time you just I mean you just learn to give of yourself it's not you know, there's going to be many days when you, you're not in love with each other. It's <laughs> not about being in love, yeah. you know, because feelings disappear very quickly. Mm. If you, you know, you read marriage books and marriage counselors, and they all say you have to choose to love one another and you've got yeah. to choose to keep the spark going. There's going to be many, many days where you just don't feel like it, you know, or you don't mm. want to, or you, it's just too much effort, you know. Yeah. But you have to just, um, you push through that and you actually just choose to love each other every day you mm. know and as far as keeping the spark alive i mean as we were saying earlier it's important to make time for each other yeah. to make each other feel important to each other and that you matter to each other mm. um there might be days where there's no chemistry at all <laughs> but you just push through you yeah. know, and uh, you connect with one another and that's mm. yeah
3: i think it's also important to know what makes the other one tick you know. So I'm not a, a big um, believer in the love languages but there's a certain amount of truth there where um, each person has a thing yeah. um, which makes them feel more special. So mm-hmm. you know Amanda's is gifts I think.
2: No it's not. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Quality time.
0: <laughs> <Isn't> <laughs> that <laughs> right? is that right? And right? And then gifts.
3: But mostly gifts <laughs> and yeah, she's
0: just saying good it's thing it's almost christmas <laughs> she's and more in love with you this time of the
3: more year quality time no definitely <laughs> it's quality time and gifts so you know mine's of service friends and so if you know these things about each other then then you can use those you know mm-hmm. not manipulate but these are the things that um, are important to know because yeah. if i'm you know if amanda has a love language but i'm showing all sorts of attention in other ways you might you know it, it's not going to make any difference to her in her life you mm, know. Yeah. Um, so you know we have different personalities and you have to make sure that you are nurturing those things that are important.
2: Yeah. Cool. And I think as far as um, relationships and sex before marriage and stuff it's very important to I mean even if you, you've, you're trying to um, remain faithful to God as well in your relationship to mm. I mean there's temptations all over the place yeah so to put things in place when you start your relationship that you know these are the boundaries we are not going to cross full stop mm-hmm. yeah and I mean obviously sometimes things happen and to not beat yourself up over the head and just pick yourself up and, and mm. move on you know? Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know and then in marriage as well Um, A lot of people, you hear of a lot of marriages where where people use sex as a weapon Yeah. you know or they hold, they use sex to manipulate their spouse or um, and that's never a good thing Mm -hmm. ever 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 because that is not God honoring at all yeah and if anything is going to kill the marriage that's going to kill the marriage yeah you know and to realize also that uh, sex is important in marriage Mm. you both need it you both need it for connection Especially when, like, there's kids and you feel far from each other and you're living past each other, you, you need that. It's very, very important. Mm, Yeah. So even in marriage, to, I mean, it it sounds all very unromantic, but I mean, many people make dates. Yeah, we were talking Mm. about that that before. (laughs) Sometimes you just have to. You have to because otherwise it all just passes by in a blur, and then before you know it, it's been like six months. Mm. You know, and you haven't had sex. And the reality is, you both need it. You both. Your, Your marriage needs it relationship needs it um, and it's not something that should be neglected you know yeah mm-hmm. and that's also why conflict needs to be sorted out quickly because yes. it's um, mm-hmm. because it can just have a completely detrimental effect all around you know?
1: yeah for sure cool well I think cool. those are all our questions yes. do you have any final words of advice for the single the dating the married <laughs>
3: well, I, I think um, maybe something that's valuable to know and something to live by is don't don't have a partner a boyfriend or a girlfriend just for the sake of of having somebody you know to spend yeah. time with or to go out with whatever Or well, because that seems a cool thing to do i think um know what you want out of a, a girlfriend boyfriend fiance husband wife you know look for that and and I think when you find that person then be serious about it yeah. you know instead of uh, just dating around us, because th- I think you're just wasting everybody's time then you mm-hmm. know and hearts are broken and you know and yeah. also be honest I think be yeah, honest
1: yeah,
2: yeah honesty is huge yeah. you know as uh, more and more as well you just realize you have to be able to voice what you're feeling when you even if it's gonna hurt the other person yeah honesty is huge and it mm-hmm. can cause hurt but I mean, I'd far rather. Richard can be brutally honest sometimes. <laughs> but I'd far rather that, um, and I can just deal with it mm. and work through it than he's like hiding things or yeah, not telling me exactly what he's thinking or you know whatever. So I mean, it is very very important. Like honesty is huge for sure. Yeah. Cool.
0: cool. Well, thank you so much. We really really appreciate yeah, it. You got good. It's really. Mm-hmm. Skype <laughs> you yes. guys
1: gave really good advice. It was
0: really
2: interesting yes. to good hear. Thank you very much,
1: yeah, and thanks.
0: congratulations. If your marriage were a person, you could legally drink by now, oh, so you've you. done well. <laughs> <laughs> you've done well, 18 good job. years. <laughs> or get drink a driver's by. license.
1: Exactly. True.
0: Yeah. My, my first thing I've <laughs> <not laughs> well. that's, that's for another episode, <laughs> Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much, yeah. and I think this closes off our relationship series. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you to everyone for listening. And if you haven't listened to the other ones, just go and check them out. I think they're pretty good. Yes. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Bye. 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 Mm.